All right, come on, let's go ahead and pray to the Lord. Our Father, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thine will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Shabbat Shalom, Israel. How y'all doing? We want to, um, we're going to be talking about uh, judging. And the title of this message is Judge Not That Ye Be Not Judged. Okay? First and foremost, I just want to say personally that it's times when I was, it's, there's times when I've judged people, family members, friends, and, and even my enemies, you know, on the job. Some, at times I've done that. And uh, I wound up being wrong. I wound up being wrong. And with enemies, you know, you don't feel too bad. You know what I'm saying? But you do feel kind of foolish a little bit. But because they're your enemies, you know, you don't, you know, because you know they're hating on you, don't want you to get a position or don't want you to do this, don't want you to do that, uh, don't want you to get a promotion, then you kind of you kind of feel awkward, but you don't feel too bad. You know what I'm saying? Because after all, it's your enemy, right? But when it comes to family members and friends, okay, uh, within Israel, Okay, um, <clears throat> you 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 feel real bad. You feel real bad, and and it's supposed to make you feel bad. It's supposed to make you feel bad because when we judge, we have to have all of the evidence before us, without a doubt. Before we can't just look at something and think and hear something and think that we know what's going on, we just got it and then we just run with it and we start pronouncing judgment. That's very unsafe. That's very uh, dangerous for us, right? Because and it can it can also cause us to be um, make us look foolish when we jump to conclusions. Okay, so so in this study, hopefully, we're going to learn. Not to be that way. Okay? So, our main text is going to be in Matthew, the 7th chapter. And, uh, I just want to give y'all the, uh, the definition of judging. And it says... An act or instance of judging. The ability to judge, make a decision, or form an opinion objectively, authoritatively, and wisely, especially in matters affecting action, good sense, discretion, a man of sound judgment. That's a lot. Now you would think that it wouldn't you you wouldn't have to go to such extreme to uh, explain what judging is, but that's pretty deep. That's saying that before we judge, you better know 
what you saying is right on. You better know that what you saying about that person is is right on. And you're not just going off of a hunch. Oh, I got him. I caught him. You know, and thinking that you know what's going on, because what you're seeing and hearing, and what they're thinking, could be totally opposite. And and we make that mistake in Israel a lot. You know why? Because especially with ministers, right? We see a minister doing something we 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 think is wrong, right? But we don't know how that minister's mind is working at that moment. We don't know that that minister might be thinking about using that as a teaching tool. Because oftentimes, oftentimes, you might look at some, you're like, oh, I caught them. What are they doing over there? You're going to understand that that's very dangerous. Because what if you judge, like the Bible says, be careful not to judge another man's servant. That man or that woman is supposed to be serving the Lord. Now, if they're not serving the Lord at that moment in their mind, right? It's just like if you see a beautiful woman. A man look at that beautiful woman. You don't know what really, you don't really know what that man is thinking. You don't know what that man is thinking, but you sitting over there judging and knowing you would do the same thing. But they didn't catch you, you see, yet. You see what I'm saying? So that's why it's so important not to judge, right? And I'm going to show you. Now you heard the definition there, right? So let's go to let, let's let's I'll start with the first verse in Matthew, Matthew uh, seven and one. And hopefully this will be a blessing to you, Israel, because as I was studying this myself for the message, I was blessed. I mean, I, I me personally, I was blessed because I seen some areas I said, "Oh man, that hit that hit me right there." You see what I'm saying? So hopefully this will help you, you know, and help you to understand how important that when you judge. Now, we can judge, as we're going to see, but how can we judge? Okay? All right, so come on. Give me uh, Proverbs 31 to 9, and then give me uh, Ecclesiasticus 35 and 17. Proverbs. 31 and 9. But before we get started, who's reading the main text? You? Okay, do the main text for me first. We want to read that first. Uh, I'll, read the fir- I'll read the first verse. <laughs> okay, so Matthew 7 and 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. Now we're going to deal with that. Give me Proverbs 31 and 9. Proverbs 31 and 9. Uh-huh. Open thy mouth. Judge righteously. Uh-huh. And plead the cause of the poor and needy. See? So when we judge, we should be pleading the cause of the poor and the needy. That's when we should be judging. Right? And we're we're pleading for them because they came to us with a situation that's going, going on in their life. We didn't sneak up on them and, and, and say, aha, I've got you. That's not the way it was. They came to us. We were minding our own business, right? Knowing that we could be caught doing something. Are we perfect? 
Are any of us perfect? Are we perfect all the time? Walking that straight line? Or do sometimes we get in our flesh and we we just want to go over here and dibble and dabble over here a little? Hmm? Think about that. That's why the Lord said, judge not that ye be not judged. Because a person could be dabbling over here and they have good intents in their mind for what they're dabbling in. But you, you're over here dabbling and you have evil intents. But only the Lord knows, right? I don't know if you really have evil intents or not until it comes out. Like Severance Zeph, sometimes you would talk about certain um, certain worldly things to give uh, your spiritual example, right? And I'll be full off of that thing that you said, that you talked about because... I wasn't looking to condemn you for for using that worldly thing. So therefore, I'll get fed because the Lord, because the Lord sees that I wasn't trying to seek to judge you because, oh, what are you looking at that for, Zeph, to use that? Because I, I didn't come at that like that. And I just let everything come out. You know, I wasn't judging. Right. I enjoyed it. You see, I, I used it for my growth. And that's the type of heart that the Lord's looking for. He's looking for the heart that's not the first thing you do. You ain't trying to judge the brother or sister and put them down and tear them down. He's looking for the brother that's trying to build them up. Looking for the, the thing that he can see that, that can help them. Looking over the things that can pull them down. Looking for the things that can help them. That's what he's looking for. And we have to practice. I know we come come out of a world that, that you you know you 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 first thing you want to do. Ha ha ha! Got him now. <laughs> the Lord ain't looking for that. So let's say, for instance, you did. You got him. You got him. You finally got him. Is the Lord gonna be pleased with that? Even the Lord says this. He said he said when he destroyed when he destroyed the the the, the wicked, he ain't gonna have no pleasure. So his pleasure is when you see a brother or a sister and, and yet yeah, they might be thinking wrong about what they're indulging in, but then again, they might not. You got to you. That's a, that's why it's, a, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a thin line. You don't know. So you can't, you can't judge. Right. So what should you do if you, if you really want to help, if you really about the Lord's business, you should be praying, Lord. Just pray today in that indulging in that for the wrong reasons. Lord, that's the way the Lord wants us to do. You see what I'm saying? He don't want me going in your room trying to break the cold, getting the cold breaker, getting into laptop. Ha ha! I got that nigga now. He don't want me doing that. He don't want me doing that. He wants me to 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 pray. And say, Lord, I just hope and pray to, that my son is, is indulging in the right things. I just hope and pray, Lord, because I know that he has an enemy just like I got an enemy. That want to tear him down. That want to destroy him. That don't want to see him get his mansion. You see? That's what the Lord wants us to do. 
that's what he wants out of us and not only the prayer but he wants us to be living it what good does it do if we're being a hypocrite in our lifestyle all week when the Sabbath come we think we see something and we think we hear something and we trying to build a case on a brother or sister right think about it I'm just I'm just trying to make you think how much of that mercy that you're gonna need and want that you really gonna get when you focusing more of your energy and time on another brother not even knowing I, I'm trying to help you not even knowing what's really going on you're really taking a risk there because you really don't know it'd be a difference if you had the case file on the brother you'd be like I got it right here y'all but you don't So now you're basically just going off of a hunch. When meanwhile, you have no insurance for your own life and character the week prior. And now you're going to go to a judge that is righteous and holy. What do you really have? And you're going to see this thing. This thing is going to be so clear to you. It's going to be so clear to you. And, and I'm going to tell you, you you're, going to really, you're going to start rethinking. Uh, hey, I can't say nothing about that, brother. I don't know them like that. You see? You, I don't know them. I, hey, hey, don't ask me. I ain't in it. You go, that's how, that's the, that's the, when we get done with this study, that's the, that's the, approach you're going to have toward people you hardly know anything about but you may have seen a little something heard a little something and now you're running you're trying to run with it you're going to see this is some deep stuff that's the reason why the Lord says judge not that you be not judged check this out so okay so read that one more time for me then we're going on to Ecclesiastes 35 and 17 because you know what it doesn't hurt me as much as it used to because I have been trying to live my life pleasing to the Lord I used to man I'm gonna tell you when I was in when I was still in Christianity I was like I told my brothers I was talking to yesterday when we went and had that business meeting out there at McDonald's I uh, met two other Israelite brothers from the tribe of Judah and I had a discussion with them concerning business and uh and so we, you know, I was basically telling them how when I was in Christianity, I used to go out, man, guns blazing. No, I see you sending over there. And I used to mow people down, man, with two, two machine guns. Machine guns full of the word. I was mowing them down. And I was killing people. I wasn't helping them. I was killing them. You see what I'm saying? And, and now that's not the will of the Lord. The will of the Lord is that with all of thine getting, getting understanding. Before you go to letting your, your flood of judgment come out your mouth on a person, talk to them a little bit. Get to know them a little bit. That's the reason why I, I, I invite you, the, you, you guys to come up. Talk to Dad. Let me, let me get to know you individually a little bit better. See? That's why. But when we... When we, when, we, when we don't do those types of things, right, then it's a lot easier for one to place judgment upon you because you, you're not allowing that person to get to know you. So they don't know you really because you ain't let them, right? So now when it comes to the judgment part, 
That's why I invite. Have a seat. Let's talk. You see what I'm saying? Let, let, me, let me know what's going on up here. Then I will know you and I can say, hey, he wouldn't do that. I know him. Because you know how he thinks. Because you talk often. You see? So give me give me Ecclesiastes 35 and 17. What does that say? That's why the Bible says, fail not to communicate. I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'm all in the book. I will always be all in the book. Because if you if you in that book, you are safe. Come on. Give me that. Ecclesiasticus um, 35 and 17. Ecclesiasticus 35 and 17. And then we're going back to the main text. Come on. The prayer of the humble pierceth the clouds. See, the prayer of the humble pierceth the clouds. What, what does that mean? It reaches the third heaven. You, you walking around, you looking to try to catch a brother or sister up in a sin or something that they're doing wrong. Aha! How can your prayers go up? Because everything happens for a reason, right? How can your prayers go up when your mind is not on the right things, Israel? You need your prayers. I need, I don't know about y'all, but I need my prayers to go up. When I need something from the Lord, when I need a job, when I need my bills to be taken care of, when I need to eat, when I need my transportation to be straight so I can get around. I need. That's what we got to think about. I need, especially in these days and these times, Israel going to need. So we need to be focused on our personal lives. And when we get our personal lives where the Lord is pleased with it, then we can help another brother or sister. We can help brothers or sisters that's along the same lines of, as our walk. Those that struggle with the same things we struggle with, we can, we can help them out. If, if we're overcoming But if we're not overcoming We can't help them out We can only hinder them It's like if I If I Smoke weed Right And I And I've overcome it Which I have And I see another brother Struggling with it I can talk to him about that thing Cause I did it And I overcame it You see But if I If I If I'm doing something That I That, that another brother's doing it And I'm still doing it and I ain't overcome it, then I can't, I can't say a peep. I can't even think a peep. I can't even think wrong about it. Come on, what does that say? Ecclesiasticus 35 and 17. Uh-huh. The prayer of the humble pierceth the clouds. The prayer of the humble pierceth the clouds. Come on. Until it come nigh, he will not be comforted. And until that prayer is answered, Concern that thing he's praying for it could, It's a person he's praying for That's the will of the Lord He will not, he will not be comforted 
which means he's going to continue to pray for that person until they're delivered, right? So I learned something there with that. When I told you guys, uh, when I talked to you guys about the prayer thing, I changed that, right? Because it's one thing to teach something, but then you also have to continue to do it for for your personal for your own personal life, and then you also have to uh, pray for other things as well, right? I mean, I didn't. What I what I said was. Um, I, I taught you to pray so that you would pray for yourselves. Don't expect me to pray for you, but don't mean I don't pray for you, right? I said, don't expect me to do your praying for you. Don't expect me to cover you in prayer when you need to be covering yourself in prayer. That's what I meant. It didn't mean I did. It don't, didn't mean I don't pray for you, right? So we we as fathers we're supposed to teach our sons to pray for themselves, to pray for themselves. Right, but at the same time, they need to be doing it, not relying upon that dad like like Job was doing for his sons and daughters. Right. So, okay, so let's go ahead and uh, uh, you finished that yet? Okay, come on. And will not depart till the Most High shall behold to judge righteously mm-hmm. and execute judgment. Mm-hmm. Amen. So the ultimate judgment is coming from the most high. We just evaluating the situation and praying for the situation, but we're evaluating it for the person's good. And we're praying for the person's good. It's a difference. It's a difference in uh praying uh praying uh it's a difference in judging the situation for the person's con- condemnation. Mm, it's a big difference. Okay, come on, let's get back to the main text. <clears throat> Matthew 7 verse 2 Matthew 7 verse 2 For with what judgment ye judge So whatever, whatever, however you judge in that situation Come on Ye shall be judged You're going to be judged the same Come on And with what measure ye meet And however you measure You could have talked about it to one person Or you could have talked about it to two or three or four the Lord says it's going to be done the same for you <laughs> the Lord said I'm going uh, I'm going to spread your, your your laundry to four people you see what I'm saying so we need to understand this thing this thing is serious man you know what I'm saying and the Lord is not playing with that thing you better believe he is not playing with that thing bless you so come on And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And it's gonna be done in this life. The Lord ain't gonna waste no time. Okay, give me um give me Matthew 7 and 2. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Give me Proverbs 6 and 19. And then give me Proverbs 16 and 28. Proverbs 6 and 19. Come on. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. Uh huh. So that's what you're doing when you are telling someone else about someone else's dirty laundry. The laundry that you perceive to be dirty. You perceiving because you're judging without having the the complete file. You you can you judging without having all of the proof that that is in fact what was going on. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so, 
So you're judging. Read that one more time for the people. Read that one more time. Proverbs 6 and 19. Uh-huh. A false witness that speaketh lies. So you're a false witness. You're speaking lies because you don't have the complete file. Come on. And he that sow discord among brethren. And you bring a discord between the brother or sister that you're talking to about that person. And that person. So the Lord is going to put you on a judgment seat for all of that stuff. And you could be dead wrong about that person. That's what you're taking the risk of. So that's the reason why we shouldn't be focusing other, on other people's lives unless they come to us for advice. That's the only time. Okay? That's the reason why I stopped talking to your mother about cigarette smoking. Right? Because if that's what she's going to do with her life, that's what she's going to do. When she's tired of it, she's going to come and she's going to seek some prayer. She's going to want to fast. She's going to want, want prayer. But the Lord had to show her that that's sinful. And it's going to take her, it's going to destroy her. You understand? So, okay, come on. That's it. Okay, give me Proverbs 16 and 28. Proverbs 16 and 28. Because you can only beat a dead horse so long. You can only beat a dead horse so long. It ain't going to say nothing else. It ain't going to move. It ain't getting up. So you got to just move on. You know? Move on to something else. Stop wasting your time in that area. Your, your, that energy could be used in a more productive manner for the Lord's kingdom. Come on. Proverbs 16 and 28. <laughs> yeah. And then give me Galatians 6, 7 through 8. A froward man soweth strife. Uh-huh. And a whisperer separateth chief friends. See? So you, you, the person that you're talking, uh, talking in uh, conjunction of, uh, the person that you're talking about, and the person that's listening to you uh, talk about that person, they could be friends. They could be friends. And now you just destroy the friendship. And you just heard what the Lord said about he going to meet, meet measure to you again. And now here it is. You got a friend running up to you saying, man, I thought you was my friend, man. I thought you was my friend. Man, what you talking about, man? What you talking about? You don't even know what he's what he talking about, right? Because a lot of times the Lord allow things to happen like that. And you would be like, you, you'll be in complete derision, confusion. And you won't know where it came from because that's how the Lord does you, right? He'll do you like that because you did that other person wrong. You didn't know nothing about them. You're talking about them. you you running off on a hunch. And now the Lord going to do you that way and let you see how it feels. And now they talking about, dog, man, I thought, man, get out of my face, man. Punk, you, 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 you shouldn't have said that, man. You, and you thinking, man, what did I say? What did I say? They ain't even going to tell you. Because they feel it because they, because the Lord then sent out something about you now. That's how he does, right? And now you, <laughs> now you feeling it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I mean, can't nobody do it like the Lord, man. You know, can't nobody do it like the Lord. That's the reason why we're going to learn after this message, don't judge. You see what I'm saying? Because the Lord, when he judges you, his is going to be righteous. You see what I'm saying? He ain't going to make no mistakes about you. You know what I'm saying? You might make mistakes about another person, but he ain't going to make no mistakes about you, Negro. You know what I'm saying? Okay, come on. <clears throat> Galatians 6, 7 through 8. Come on. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. See? <laughs> see? See? See that thing? You see, see the Lord, he's seen what you did concerning that one brother and sister. But as far as you're concerned, 
He knows what you did. You know what I'm saying? He knows what they was doing. And, and apparently, you didn't judge them wrong. You, you, you judged them wrongly. You know what I'm saying? So now, because you was quick to run the judgment, judge somebody wrongly, now the Lord going to teach you a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Come on. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. That's right. God is not going to be mocked. See, because you, what we fail to realize is that when we judge a brother or sister wrongly, right, God is up in that thing. Even though you ain't invited him, he's, he's up in there because he is the righteous judge. So that means that if you walking around, running around judging folks unrighteously and you taking God, the Lord's job, you doing the Lord's job for him. You know what I'm saying? But the Lord, that means the Lord ain't got a job because you're too busy handling that for him. You know what I'm saying? You judging everybody. So the Lord said, okay, nigga, you want to do the judging? Okay, uh, Angel, keep a close, keep a closer than close eye on him, okay? <laughs> come on, come on. That, that, that's why the Lord is, It's important for us Not to judge Because the Lord He can at least do this Every now and then I didn't see nothing I didn't see nothing But he ain't gonna do that He said Make sure you don't wink At all Now Since he wanna do my job Come on Verse 8 Uh huh For he that soweth to his flesh For he that soweth to his flesh Come on Shall of the flesh reap corruption. Shall of that flesh, that same flesh, he, ha I caught that nigga. But of that same flesh, gonna reap corruption. Come on. But he that soweth to the spirit. But he that soweth to the spirit. In other words, you're doing, you're trying to fulfill the Lord's will. For your life first, though. Not for another brother's or another sister's. Right? You're trying to fulfill his life for you first. First. Come on. <clears throat> Shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. That's the goal. Get your mansion. And so many, so many more things. That's the goal. That's the goal. Right? Why are we doing this, Israel? Why are we in this race Period. Why are we in the race? Ask yourself that question. Why are you in the race? You may be actually on the sidelines. Gotta ask yourself that question. Okay, let's get back to the main course. Let's get back to that main course. Matthew 7, verse 3. Uh-huh. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? Uh-huh. But considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye. You see that thing? Why are you cons why are you even taking the time out to look at another person's life? When you there walking around with a two by four across your head. I mean, how how, how can you see that, brother? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, you 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 got a two by four across your head, right? You walking around, but you you say, "Oh, I see you." <laughs> How much sense do that make? How much sense does that make? You see, I, I believe what the Lord is saying is, is that because you got all of that mess in your in your in your eyesight, and you know that you know that you know that two by four represents a truckload of sin. 
Because if you put a two, if you go downstairs and get one of them two by fours out the basement and you put it up here like this, you're going to see, whoa, how can I see anything in anybody's life? You see what I'm saying? So you got to understand the Lord is saying, hey, hypocrite Negro, you need to do some, you need to do some soul searching here, buddy. You know, that's what he's saying. Okay, come on. You done with that first verse? Done with seven to three? Give me Matthew six and four. Matthew six, uh, Daniel six and four. I'm sorry. Daniel six and four. We're going to get some more on that because we need to understand what's actually going on here. Daniel six and four. Daniel six and four. Uh huh. Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel. Uh huh. Concerning the kingdom, but they could not. They could find none occasion nor fault. See, so here it is: the 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 the, the other men that worked in the king's house, right? Uh, read that again. Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel. The presidents and the princes they sought. Aha! We see him, yes. But they didn't. They, they couldn't. Find, they couldn't do nothing against him. You see what I'm saying? Why? Why? Why was it that he couldn't do anything? Because Daniel was focusing on Daniel's life. Daniel wasn't trying to uh, trying to find dirt on them. A lot of times, when you're trying to find dirt on someone, that means your life is not lined up. Because first of all, you should be focusing on the kingdom. A lot of times, you see me, I'm always focusing on kingdom music, kingdom rhymes, kingdom messages, kingdom this, kingdom films. I'm always, I'm always busy in the things of the kingdom. And somebody will come to me and say, man, did you hear about such and such and such and such? I'm like this. No, heck no. When did that happen? That's the way the Lord wants you to be. That's what the Lord wants all of Israel to be focusing on. They own lives. They own contributions toward the kingdom. Because if you know more about a brother or a sister than he knows about himself, something is definitely wrong here. If you got tabs on a, on a brother or sister more than you got tabs on your own life, the, the areas that you need to fix in your own life, there's something definitely wrong with this picture. And the Lord knows it. Give me Romans 14 and 13. So, Israel, we are just like them presidents and them princes. And guess what? They was enemies of Daniel. Wow. So, they're an enemy of Daniel. They're an enemy of his God, too. That's an enemy's conduct, trying to catch him up. Come on. Romans 13 and 14. 14 and 13. Sorry. And then give me Galatians 5 and 13. Because this, this message is going to help all of us, man. This, this message is going to help a whole lot of Israel. A whole lot of Israel. And I hope y'all taking messages, Israel. I hope you got a highlighter. Come on. Romans 14 and 13. Come on. 
Let us not therefore judge one another anymore. See, it's not the Lord's will. It's not the Lord's will that we judging one another. You know what I'm saying? Because why? Why is it not his will? Come on. But judge this rather. Judge? This is what now? If you want to judge something, this is what you should be judging right here. Come on. That no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. See that thing? You see that thing? So even, let, let's say that we are brethren, right? We are brethren. And I, I catch that brother spying on me, right? Is that going to help the brotherhood? But we, we want the brotherhood to grow into something better and stronger, don't we? So that's another thing you got to consider, Israel. You don't want the brother or sister catching catching you spying on them. Because now they now you done put a thought in their head about you. It could be true. Then again it couldn't. So now that brother, you know what that brother should do? That caught that other brother or sister spying on them? They should go and pray. Lord, I just hope and pray that, you know, they, they weren't, they were spying on, they were, they weren't spying on me for the wrong reasons. I hope and pray that. I hope and pray that they, 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 they weren't spying on me to try to, uh, somehow make me look bad or discredit me. You know what that does? You know what that does? That keeps that brother, that sister spirit right before God. And it might hurt them today that brother saw that it might hurt them they seen that brother that sister spying on it might hurt them a little bit. But they gotta be a big boy or a big girl. And they gotta be concerned about the condition of their soul. Cause he can come anytime. That great earthquake could happen anytime. We ain't gonna be thinking about praying when it does. So we wanna be right when it happens, right? Okay, what we got right there? Romans 14 and 13. Mm-hmm. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore. Don't stop it, Israel. Stop it right now, today. Make a resolve in your mind. I'm not going to do this anymore. And if I do have to do it, because they came to me with something... I'm going to judge it righteously. And how do you judge something righteously? According to the scriptures. Okay. You done? But judge this rather. Come on. That no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. So ultimately, we judge to help our brothers and sisters not to hurt them. Because we're going to need to help one day, Israel. Give me uh, Galatians 5 and 13 And then give me Ecclesiasticus 4 and 23 Galatians 5 and 13 Uh huh For brethren Ye have been called unto liberty Only use not liberty For an occasion to the flesh So you have liberty We all have liberty right We, I, I, I can judge that brother I can judge that sister I, I got eyes I got ears I ain't no fool Oh you might be Read that again. For brethren, 
Ye have been called unto liberty. You have been called unto liberty. We're called to be liber liberal. We're called to be free from sin. That's the liberty we've been called in. To be free from sin, not to be free to sin. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh. See? Come on. But by love, serve one another. You see that thing? Indulging in that for your glory. Then you move on. You ain't still standing there peeping. Huh? This is the will of the Lord. Right? This is his will. His will is that we have a total change of mind from the life that we came from. Yeah, I, I might used to stop and peep and listen and, and see if I could hear something else and peep and listen. And now, I ain't doing that no more. I'm going on by my business. This ain't none of my business here. I ain't turned the water down where I can hear. What was that? Turn the water down to a dribble. Unless, of course, somebody getting killed or something. Then, you know, you want to you wanna investigate, right? But if it's just normal, ongoing conversation or whatever it might be, and it's none of our business, right? We need to go on about our business. Con? Con. All right, because if it was your business, you would have been invited in. Come on in. But that wasn't the case. Okay? All right. <clears throat> Come on. Ecclesiastes 4 and 23. Uh-huh. And refrain not to speak when there is occasion to do good. See that? Refrain not to speak. Don't hold back when it's time to do good. Right? You see that, brother? You see that, sister? Right? You think you know what you see, but you ain't going to judge them wrong, unrighteously. You're going to judge righteously. You're going to say, Lord, I hope and pray that whatever they're doing in there, Lord, is to your glory. You know what I'm saying? And then you're going to move on. Did I read that again? And refrain not to speak when, when there is occasion to do good. And refrain, don't hold back when you can pray a good prayer concerning that brother or sister. Don't hold it back. Don't hold it back, right? Pray for your brother or sister if you have an... an uh, don't pray for your sister or brother's demise. In other words, pray that they might uh, come up in the Lord. Pray that they might grow in the Lord. That's what you're supposed to be praying for. All right? Okay, let's move on. <clears throat> let's move on. Is um, our light out on out there? Why don't you do that? It's his turn. Why don't you turn it on right there? And uh, pull that up. Pull that up there for me. Close that on that. Close that on that side. Over here. Close that on this side. Uh-uh. Straight ahead. Straight ahead. Close that over there. All right. All right. Come on. 
Matthew 7, verse 4. Matthew 7, verse 4, come on. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the mote out of thine eye? So here it is, you, you, you bending over, you trying to help your brother to pull this mote out of his eye. Hold still, brother, hold still. Come on. And behold, a beam is in thine own eye. So here it is, you trying to, you trying to help your brother. Hold on, brother, hold on. I, I, I think I can see it. Hold on, let me move this beam out a little bit. There you go, oh, there we go. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny, right? But that's us. And the Lord, he ain't laughing at this. He's saying, I got to teach this nigga a lesson. That's what he's saying. Because he's being a hypocrite. Right? Okay? Uh, it's just like uh, one of my brothers, right? Um, we were sitting down. We had a little conversation. We get together every now and then. Um, he owns a little daycare or whatever. And we get together, Israelite brother, and we were sitting up in uh, McDonald's, right? And we were talking about this one scripture, right, where it says, and the saints shall be glorious in their white. And this brother said, that's why I wear white all the time, brother. I said, brother, I said, this ain't what that mean. Brother, can you prove otherwise? It says right there in the scriptures that you should wear your white at all times. I said, brother, I said, brother, you ain't wearing no dang white all the time, Negro. And then he said something and, and it, it, it just totally it, I can't remember exactly what it was and, then, and, and but it was totally hypocritical and I said nah brother you being a hypocrite and then he started laughing so I mean you know you, you have to understand that this walk is serious man this walk is serious it's not a game Right? We can have laughs, we can joke, we can have fun, right? But you better be you better be focusing on your personal life. I know that much. Cause when, when we stand before the Lord, it ain't gonna be pretty. It's gonna be very somber. It's gonna be very somber. The angels are gonna be standing, they're gonna be serious. The saints that made it gonna be standing, they gonna be serious, and you know the Lord gonna be serious. And it's gonna be this sound. Of holiness in the air. Right? It's not going to be no time for joking then. We can do a little bit of joking around and playing here. But in all reality, Israel, when we stand before the great white throne, it's going to be so bright, especially for the wicked, them that have not purged themselves of them sins, they ain't going to be able to look on the Lord. They're going to be holding their hands up like this, looking through their, trying to look through their fingers to see him. But the righteous, they're going to be standing just like this because they never tried to run from the light. So it's not going to hurt their eyes because they have been living the light. It's not going to hurt their eyes 
that's what we have to understand when when you have been trying when you've been really trying to little light the lord's going to give you that that he's going to he's going to give you that 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 little bit of uh edge to help you overcome and come on over into the afterlife come on over into eternity see because he knows that you've been trying to live the light you know, you, you haven't been spending much of your time trying to catch another brother or sister in sin. Uh, uh, you've been trying to better your life, uh, deliver your life from sin from day to day. You've been trying to help other brothers and sisters, not just yourself, but you've been focusing on other brothers and sisters' lives too. You know, because all that matters, those that's what you call alms. That's why y'all do, pay y'all tithes and y'all offerings, and, and Dad uses that. And when I'm out, uh, just like I'm... Um, uh, not, not to. Uh, we can talk about it now because it's over and done. But it was a brother standing in the middle of Miller Parkway with a sign. You know what the sign said? The sign said, "Just got hired. Need to get to work. Back and forth to work next week. Need a bus pass." Guess who made it possible? That's who made it possible. That's who's going to get the blessing for that. See that? So give me, um, give me, uh, okay, let's get back to, is that you done with that? Yes. Okay, but don't stop there, Israel. Don't stop there with that arm. Work on that personal life. Keep working on it. Don't judge. Press toward the mark. We got all these things to do. Fast, pray, study, fellowship. Get to know your brothers and sisters. All that. You got to do all that. Not just something, not just one or two. All. All. It all plays a role in your growth and whether or not you're going to make it in, into that narrow narrow and straight way. As we're going to see, come on. I read Ecclesiastes 4 and 23. Okay. So let's move on. Let's get on back to the main text. Uh, Matthew 7 and 4. Okay. Okay, give me Psalm 51 and 10. Did you read that? <laughs> okay. Give me Philippians 2 and 5 also. So Matthew 7 and 4 says, Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, brother, and behold, a beam is in your own eye. Okay. Give me Psalm 51 and 10. Psalm 51, verse 10. Come on. Create in me a clean heart, O God. See, that's what we need to be focusing on, Israel, as individuals, especially those that, that have a hard time with judging folks, right? Create in me, Lord, a clean heart. A clean mind, right? When we see a brother doing something might look a little shady, we don't really understand what's going on, we shouldn't immediately think, oh, I got him now. We should be thinking, Lord, I hope and pray that whatever that brother's doing, whatever that sister's doing up there or down there or wherever they're at, that it's going to be to your glory and to their growth. Come on. Read that again. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Uh-huh. And renew a right spirit within me. See, and renew a right spirit within me, Lord. That's what we need to be praying. That's what we need to be focusing on. 
Gone? Gone. Psalm 51 and 10. Did give me Philippians 2 and 5. Philippians 2 and 5. Let this mind be in you. Uh-huh. Which was also in Christ. This is what we need to be focusing on. Letting, allowing the Lord's word to be severed, uh, be, to be singed into our minds. Where before, that, that's what caused us to think, that's what caused us to pray the prayer when we saw that thing, when we heard that thing concerning that brother, that sister. That's what, that's what, that's what uh, caused us to do that. Right, especially if they have somewhat of a good background, as far as we know, you understand what I'm saying. We we shouldn't be so quick to want to judge them and condemn them uh, when we see something that might look a little suspect. We should want to keep them on the path they own, right? Because it's only going to help us. If that brother, that sister turns to the dark side, you think it's going to help you anymore? Cause hell, if they if they doing all this on the on the on the on 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 the good side, the dark side say we can really use a nigga like that. You see what I'm saying? Because if he doing all this and all that for the Lord on this side, I can really he gonna be one of my top dogs. See. So you really don't want that brother that you really don't want to lose that brother or that sister to the dark side. Because it could come back to bite you. Because they know a lot about you. You see what I'm saying? Okay? Give me Philippians 2 and 5. Philippians 2 and 5. Uh-huh. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. And think about this. They was excellent. With, with with the with, with with the things of the Lord too, and when they go to the dark side, they're gonna be excellent. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, huh? So you gotta understand that. That's why the reason why Shatan wants to get him, cause he knows it's gonna be done right. It's my my wickedness gonna be done with the utmost perfection. You see what I'm saying? So you don't want to lose that brother or that sister. Keep him on that side. Keep him over there. You see? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Okay. So let's move on. Let's get back to the main text. Because they're your ally. You know, a lot of times we think judging is not a serious thing, Israel. Judging is a very serious thing. It's a very hurtful thing. A lot of times it can cause a brother or sister to shift sides. If that brother or that sister ain't strong in the Lord, it'll cause them to say, the hell with this. I'm, I'm, a, I'm going to the dark side. So we got to be very careful with judging. Come on. Matthew 7, verse 5. Yes, and give me Ecclesiasticus 1 and 29 prepared. Come on. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. So basically, the Lord is saying, you a hypocrite, you know, because you claim to want to help your brother, right? But how could you really want to help your brother when you're not keeping it real about your own life? And you may not even realize that you're being a hypocrite because you may not even re- realize you got sin that's unconfessed and dealt with. 
That's the reason why we dealt. That's the reason why we went over with our to David in Psalms, where he said, "I laid on my own bed and communed with my own heart." That's our duty, you know, to soul search and see if we if we got it right, if we living right. That's why it's important for the word to come out, because the word convicts us. And then we say, oh, I got to deal with that. I got to deal with that today, this evening. You see, because that the Lord just revealed it to me through the messenger. You see? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's why, oh, oh, that's why everything matters. I'm like priests of Bach now when it came to Black Lives Matter. Israelite lives matter. Everything matters. You see, everything matters. See? It may not matter right here, right now, this evening, but it's going to matter next week. Come on. Ecclesiasticus 1 and 28. 1 and 29. Give me me, uh, 32 and 15 also from that same book. Be not an hypocrite in the sight of men, and take good heed what thou speakest. See? So so also you got to consider this, right? When you judging another brother or another sister to another brother or another sister, when you speaking against one brother or another or one brother or sister to another brother or sister, you don't know what spiritual condition that brother or that sister is in you talking to about them. They could be saying to themselves, this nigga is a Judas. You know what I'm saying? And that really, everybody's not going to want to listen to the rhetoric because if their spirit is right, they're going to be like, "This ain't right." And the Lord to do that. Oftentimes, I've done that to people, and and, and they stood there looking ashamed. Yeah, they they should because they shouldn't be gossiping and trying to trying to defame or bring a brother or sister down. shouldn't be doing it it's sin our job is real we just coming into discovering that we're a nation our job is to uplift one another that's it and if you can't do that Israel shut your trap If you can't do that, right? That's the best thing for you because you're going to get it. The Lord going to get you. He going to get you. Uh, Ecclesiastes 32 and 5. What does that say? And you know how it goes. If you can't get you one way, he's going to get you another. Come on. Ecclesiastes 32 and 5. Come on. Uh, 32 and 15. Ecclesiastes 32 and 15. And then 33 and 2. He that, he that seeketh the law shall be filled therewith. See, that's instead of trying to seek out a brother or sister and catch them up in something and get try, try to build uh, uh, dirt against them, that's what we should be doing. You see that? Read that again. Read that again. He that seeketh the law shall be filled filled therewith he that seeketh after the law he's studying his word he's minding his own bizzo 
He ain't trying to focus on what's going on across the street. Now, yeah, the Bible says watch and pray. You don't be some stupid fool and, you know, the devil creep up on you and get you when you ain't watching. You won't be able to watch and pray. Yeah. Lest you enter into the temptation of the enemy. Right. You want to know what's going on in your surroundings. You ain't no fool. But you shouldn't be focused on that all the time. I wonder what they're doing over there. <laughs> you see, that, that we shouldn't be focused on that. Right? Okay, because hell, they probably ain't doing nothing. Especially if they're heathens. Ain't talking about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay, so let's move on to 33 and 2. Ecclesiasticus 33 and 2. Okay, come on. A wise man hateth not the law. But he that is an hypocrite therein is as a ship in a storm. So you you study the law, but you study not to do the law. You study the law or you study to manipulate not doing precisely what the law says. You see what I'm saying? You, you study the law to argue the law or debate the law or try to find... Uh, loopholes which if you're coming up against somebody like me you're not going to find no loopholes I'm a, I'm basically going to tire you out I'm going to wear you out you're going to give me a good workout that's what you're going to do you understand what I'm saying I actually like that remember when you were talking about atheism and all that stuff and I put that stuff to shame you see what I'm saying see that's that's what we have to study the law for we study the law to help our brothers and sisters out of the miry pit the clay right Come on. A wise man hateth not the law. Uh-huh. But he that is an hypocrite therein is as a ship in a storm. See? That means, what does that mean? That means you're going to be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. You see? It's one thing to go from doctrine to doctrine, right? And get closer and closer to the mark of Christ versus just staying in the doctrines. You're in the soup of doctrines just going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going nowhere. You just rocking back and forth. You ain't making. You ain't. You ain't covering. You ain't gaining no ground. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. So let's move on. Let's get back to the main text. Matthew seven and six. We're gonna try to get through this. I know I done, uh, burnt up a lot of time. As a matter of fact, um, let me see. Uh. Come on. Matthew 7 and 6. Uh-huh. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs. And then give me eleven uh, Exodus 11 and 7. Neither cast ye your pearls before swine. Uh-huh. Thus they trample them under their feet. Uh-huh. And turn again and rend you. Uh-huh. So this, this is speaking of the other nations, right? Because we're also only supposed to be focused on the lost 12 tribes. Why? Because those are the ones that need saving. The, the, the nations don't need saving because they're not they don't have enemies like we do we need to be saved from our enemies the bible says they're not running around fearing their lives fearing they're going to be shot to death in the streets the only people that's fearing that is Israel that's it <clears throat> come on Exodus 11 and 7. Uh-huh. But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue. See, because Israel, a lot of Israel does not know that they have that status. So they can't stand boldly in the face of their enemies. 
knowing that they are somebody, knowing that they have a rich heritage, knowing that the kingdom to come is theirs. That's our job to teach them that. You see? That's why they stay in the lost state that they're in without hope. Because without knowledge, how can they have hope? Like the Bible says, how can one hear unless the preacher be sent? So they have no knowledge of who they are until we bring it to them. And that's what hopefully this platform will do. Okay, let's get back to the... Are you done? Come on. Against man or a beast, that ye may know how that the Lord doth put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. See? So the Egyptians are synonymous with the other nations. And we know that Egypt was a great empire. But yet the Lord equivalates them to dogs. Just like America. America is a great empire. But the Lord equivalates America to being dogs. This is the modern day Egypt. See how the Lord did that? He, he bad, boy, I'm telling you. He bad. You done? Okay, let's get back to the main text. Let's get back to Matthew 7 and 7 and then go down to 8. And then after we finish 8, I'm going to go into part 2. Matthew 7 and 7. Uh-huh. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. This is what we as individuals within Israel, whether you be male or female, are supposed to be doing. We supposed to be asking the Father. We're supposed to be uh, seeking. We're supposed to be knocking at the heavenly door. We're supposed to be seeking for our own life so we can get and then in turn go out and give to our brethren. Verse 8. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. Give me Luke 6 and 45. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. See, the Lord says, I'm going to give you this thing to you. All you got to do is just come. You got to deal with your own personal life and you come. And I know that because you're dealing with your life, I know that you're going to take care of your brother or sister. Because I see how you're taking care of your own life. I see how you walking. You pleasing me with your own walk. I know you're going to feed them this, this gospel Every 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 ounce of it, every spoonful of it, because it did you good, and now you're gonna show them it can do them good too. Because you're a good steward with your own personal life, so I know you're gonna be a good steward with their life, and I trust you, son. You making daddy proud? That's what the Lord's saying to us. If we we gotta clean it up though, clean up this right here. Don't be judging unrighteously. When should we judge anyway? When should we judge a brother or sister anyway? When should we judge them? When we know for certain that they're that they're wrong, that they're in sin. Okay, but should we just jump up, jump up and run up to a person's house and say, "You're in sin in there. Come on out here. I gotta judge you." Or should we wait until they come to us and, 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 and ask for our advice? How do you think they're, do you think they'll receive it better like that? 
Do you think they'll go away without animosity towards you? Do you think they'll go away understanding that you have wisdom and knowledge and understanding? Yeah, because you waited for them to come to you and say, hey, brother, I, 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 this is the one, one, one situation that happened to me one time when I was on the bus. And I was just openly sharing the word. I didn't point at anyone individually. I was just talking to everybody about the things of heaven, the kingdom of heaven. And a sister came up to me. She was about to get off. And she said to me, she said, brother, he said, I'm going to be real with you. I said, she said, um, I'm a lesbian. Is that wrong? I said, well, sis, I said, you want me to be honest with you? She said, I wouldn't have came up here if I didn't want you to be honest with me. I said, all right. I said, it's sin. It's an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. She said, okay, all right. All right, brother. You know, God bless you. You keep it up. Keep up the good work. And she got off the bus. Didn't get mad. Didn't cuss me out. Throw a fit. That taught me something. I didn't target her. She was just sitting there listening. Didn't know nothing about her. But I didn't judge her. But I gave her righteous judgment as it pertained to being a lesbian. I gave her instruction in righteousness. And I don't know if she's still a lesbian today or not. But I know the spirit was moving on that bus at that time. And she could have been delivered that night. So, so oftentimes when people come to you and ask your advice, they're already thinking about stopping. They just want to hear it from heaven. I hope that she went home and she got on her knees and repented and she turned her life around. I hope. But all I know is that I have nothing to feel guilty about as it pertains to that sister and that's where we want to be we don't want to be judging (laughs) we don't want to be judging we want to be ready to help You may not think so, but sometimes, and this happened before, dad has come to you and asked your advice about some things, haven't I? Son, what do you think about this? Do you think I was wrong about this? It don't happen too often. But if I do come, wouldn't that make you feel good? That she was able to say, dad, yeah, you know, dad, you know, the Bible does say such and such and such. Thanks, son. Now what How would that make you feel As the son That you a man That even your dad Can trust With some advice That's a big piece of cake 
Do you want to be known like that? Or do you want to be known like that? Think about it. Think about it. See, we don't think about these things. We don't think about these things. But we need to think about these things. You know what helps to us to think about these things? The Father. The Father. Because when He see you pressing your way to get into the kingdom, He gives you little treats. He gives you little gems to put on your wall. Yeah. But if, like I said, if you looking for somebody's demise, he ain't going to do that because your heart's not right yet. You ain't big a big boy enough. You ain't ready for that type of thing. See, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. These are the types of things that's going to be rewards to you. Badges of honor, medals. Okay, let's uh, that's just like then you got a you got a big sister. Don't forget about her. The Lord still got her out there. She still exists. Do I want her to come and know I was a hypocrite all these years? What glory is that? Think about it. Right? When she finally decides to get her stuff together and come into this truth, how do you want her to see you? See, we don't think about these things until it's too late now she's in the truth and you get no credentials from her because you're too busy being a hypocrite you're not focusing on your life and getting yourself together so you shine she, she see you shine and when she come into the truth so she just passing you by like you don't exist and she should because you have not impressed the Father. So, let's impress the Father. What's the scripture? What's the scripture say there? Luke 6 and 45. Luke 6 and 45. Where did we leave off on the main text? Read that main text one more time for me, please. Matthew 7 and 8. Mm-hmm. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. Uh-huh. And he that seeketh, findeth. Uh-huh. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Amen. Okay, give me Luke 6 and 45. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. Tobit 4 and 9. Uh-huh. 
And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. So if we're focusing on other people's lives more than we're focusing on our own walks, it means that our hearts are evil. Remember, if there be a little darkness in the eye, the Bible says, how great is the darkness? You see? So you need, you need to, what does that mean? You got to constantly be, you got to constantly have light on in order to push the darkness out. So we can't be focusing on sin, other people's lives and their sins more than we're focusing on our own. Because as long as you got a little light on, that darkness got to flee. Right? That darkness got to flee. As long as we got a little light on, we can turn this light out right here. Right here, this light can go. And look, we still got another little light. Right? We can turn that light out. Look, still got another little light. You see what I'm saying? So long as you have a source of light, you're good right you gotta have that word working in your spirit at all times and the light gets greater gets brighter but when there's no light that's when we start doing dark things you see okay so give me uh Tobit foreign do you finish that come on for the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. See that thing? So apparently the abundance of the heart is not right in the eyes of God. Because you got time to focus on darkness. That's why we have to keep light in our lives. We got to focus on the kingdom at all times in some kind of way. You see that thing? Okay. Because that the focusing on, king, on the kingdom in some kind of way is that light. That little light. It may be a little thing. Most people like look at it like it's insignificant. But to the Lord, it's enough light to shine on your path that you're walking in. Give me Tobit 4 and 9. And then and then we're going to uh we're gonna stop right there. Tobit 4 and 9. Uh-huh. For thou layest up a good treasure for thyself against mm. the day of necessity. Uh-huh. Thou layest up what now? For thou layest up a good treasure for thyself against the day of necessity. See? That's what you're doing when you're helping brothers and sisters. You laying up treasure. doing up there, whatever they indulging in, Father, I pray it's to your glory. I pray it is to your glory and to their they growth. You didn't hurt that, you didn't hurt that brother or sister, not one bit. Not one bit did you hurt that brother or that sister. Not one bit did the Lord look at you in the wrong way. 
Not one thing that the was the angel right to able to write down wrong concerning you. Win, win, win. Read that again. For thou layest up a good treasure for thyself against the day of necessity. See that thing? You laying up treasure. You land up treasure. These, this is what the Lord, this is what the Lord is all about. These are the things the Lord wants us to focus on while we in this captivity, while we in this life, while we in this kingdom. Because we're laying up treasure for the coming kingdom. That's why the Lord said He's gonna be giving out many gifts. You be ruler over 10 cities. You, you be ruler over five. You, you be ruler over one. This is what's going to be going down. Because the earth that's coming is ours for the taking. The earth that's coming is going to be ours for the ruling. And there's going to be territories given out. So how you're helping the brethren now is going to show the Lord your leadership potentials. You may be lucky to have a house. Not even a city. When other brothers, when other brothers are going to have 10 cities. This brother's going to have five cities. This brother going to have one city. And the Lord tell you, yeah, you got a house down the land there. Like, what? Yeah. Want to see a track record? This is what's going to be going on. But if you make it in the city, I know you'll be happy. A lot of people are going to be happy that they can make it in the city, right? But a lot of people are not going to have different uh, high levels of rewards because they was petty when they was in this life. When they was in this kingdom, they were petty. They were focusing on other brothers and sisters' lives and what they were doing and not focusing on their own life. Con? Con. So Israel, we're going to cut it off right there. We're going into a minute 22 right now, actually a minute 23. And hopefully we can um, we can uh, finish this up in the next uh, on the next Sabbath. Or we might even finish it up this upcoming week. So uh, I bid y'all um, a Shabbat Shalom. I thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Shalom.